0: Brad Hednerson on the Out of Bounds show talking Ole Miss and and Southern uh, Ole Miss baseball Ole Miss Southern Miss this weekend. Uh, okay, so you just mentioned y'all were just there a few weeks ago, and y'all won at Pete Taylor. Evidently, there were sixty two hundred people or so there that night. Now, uh, that's a amazing crowd, but th- it will be a lot more intense this weekend. But what was it like with that kind of crowd on a Tuesday or Wednesday whenever y'all played, Brad?
2: Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and and that's how our guys look at it. You know, we play in front of big crowds here, so you know to say it was just overly intimidating—that's probably the not uh, not the right word, but it certainly um, got the juices flowing. Um, they're they're a passionate crowd down there at Southern Miss. They love their baseball, and rightfully so. Scott Berry and and his staff have done a phenomenal job. Uh, really, the entire tenure of of, of Scott Barry's you know, since he's been there. Uh, but you're right. It, it's going to be turned up a notch this weekend. Uh, both teams trying to get to Omaha. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's it's almost like you're going to be on the edge of your seat with every pitch. <laughs> I, I feel that way just simply because their staff is unbelievable. You know, it's. but it, when you get to this point in the postseason, it, it typically always comes down to pitching, defense, and timely hitting. Mm-hmm. So I, I expect that to be the same.
0: Yeah, last year – you call it a super regional, um, so you know how intense it was. Was it even more intense calling the game? I mean, how did it compare to a? I mean, SEC weekends are big, right? Especially some of yeah. them are huge, depending on who you're draw, who you're pulling. Uh, like, give me an idea what that was like as you went deep into that super regional in Tucson.
2: Yeah, you know, it, it's one of those things where you know if one of the teams scores a few runs, you you kind of start looking at you know, how many innings you have left, who you've got coming up. You know, you, you start trying to play it out in your mind on either how you can keep a lead or, or how you can get back in a game. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, but that's the beauty of baseball. Now last year, I, I think at Arizona, it was, we knew it was going to be an offensive weekend and it certainly was for both teams, uh, scored a lot of runs, uh, in some lopsided games. Um, but I, I just don't think that's going to happen this weekend. Uh, as good as both of these offenses are, I, I still think it's going to take timely hitting, two-out hitting. Um, th- that's going to be the outcome of this game. I, I would be shocked if, if one team, you know, wins the game by seven or eight runs. I just mm-hmm. don't think these 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 teams are – they feed off their pitching staffs, Um And I, I think offensively, you know, you're going to have to string a – a walk, an error, you know, a hit and, and then a double to to put yourself in in position to win. I just don't think you're gonna knock it all over the yard and expect to win a game, you know, eleven to eight.
0: What do you make of Tanner Hall? So he, he had to pitch on Monday after yep. pitching on Friday, Brad. He threw thirty two pitches. Uh I don't know, you know better than I do how many bullpen pitches you pitched even before you get to the 32 but the bottom line is you know he pitched on Monday and so they're going to move him back Waldrop's going to throw against Delucia on Saturday Uh, what's your takeaway on that Brett?
2: yeah I mean and obviously you know Christian Ostrander who's a good friend of mine the pitching coach at Southern he's awesome you know they he's unbelievable we coached together at Arkansas State and I just love he and his family and Um, he's done a tremendous job, uh, really wherever he's been, but obviously on, on Scott Berry's staff. Uh, but no, you know, they had to throw him, um, against LSU and, and obviously he got hit around a little bit, um, in in that final game, but you know, that's because he, he threw so many pitches against, was it army or Kennesaw, whoever they played in game one that they won. Uh, so yeah, I think that's the right move for them to, uh, give him an extra day of rest. Uh, but, you know, you don't, lose, you don't drop off very much when you run Waldrop out there either. That, those guys have been phenomenal all year. So, um, like I said, it's going to be a battle. I, I think both teams' first two guys have been phenomenal all year. So I, I think that adds um, to, to the excitement of the weekend. Sure. It's time for today's
1: Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. a woo a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase
2: necessary. BDW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: What about uh, Hunter Elliott? I mean, how
0: good can this guy be as young as he is?
2: Yeah, he's been phenomenal. Uh they knew he was gonna be good. Uh he came out of the fall uh as one of their dudes. You know, they just didn't run him out there for a while, uh just kind of breaking him in, you know, and, and obviously we started the first weekend, we went Diamond Gaddis and, and McDaniel and uh Hunter just kind of bided his time and uh when he got the opportunity he's been phenomenal. But you know, he's a freshman He's got four pitches already. Uh, you know, if you watch him, that, that fastball, is decept- it, it, it's deceiving. It gets on you quicker than what you think. Um, and then it's been the changeup, really, to right-handers that, that's been really his his go-to pitch. Um, it, it looks like a fastball out of the hand, and he gets a lot of swing and misses. Um, you know, the thing with him is, and it's kind of been his, his forte over the past month and a half, he's... If you're going to get to him, you better get to him early. You know, we saw that with Miami where he walked three batters but was able to get out of it with three strikeouts, and then he really settled in, I thought, mm-hmm. and pitched out of some, some jams. But, uh, yeah, he's been phenomenal. He certainly doesn't pitch like a freshman. Um, but but the biggest trait, talking to Carl Lafferty, even before the season started, was how much Hunter Elliott competes. And I think you've mm-hmm. seen that week in and week out. Um, so I, I think he'll be ready. I, I think no stage is too big for Hunter Elliott. Um, so I'm excited to watch him go in game two on Sunday.
0: Uh, no announcement. If, if it goes to game three, Mike hasn't announced a game three starter that I know of. Do you think it's Diamond or somewhere else? Someone else? How do you uh, see that, Brad?
2: Yeah. I, well, I think it's going to, I think it's going to depend on, uh, who we've used in the first two games. Okay. Uh, I, I don't, I, I really don't, I don't have any insight on this, Bo. Um, but if there's some guys that we feel or, or Ole Miss feels that uh, match up better, they may go a different route. Uh, and if they don't, I, I certainly think they feel comfortable and confident running Derek back out there. But I, I think it's going to be based on who who they have to use and how much they have to use uh, in games one and two.
0: That makes sense. All right, real quick, before we let you go, Pete Taylor Park, how does it play? You, you've been down there, huh? You know,
2: yeah, it's a little bit bigger uh, than Ole Miss as far as dimension, dimensions go, but the ball gets up and gets out of there. Uh, you know. So I, Elko I think may he, feast. He, well, if he feasts, he's going to do it against some really good arms. Again, I just don't think there's going to be a, a a lot of run scored. I really don't, unless you can get deep in somebody's bullpen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. But yes, the park plays. You know, I think it plays fair. Uh, but it certainly plays smaller if you can get the ball up and barrel it up, uh, and, and it plays a little bit faster because it's turf, and that turf's going to be really hot. Uh, when we were down there a few weeks ago, that thing heats up fifteen degrees <laughs> hotter than, than what it is. But uh, it, it's going to be fun, man. The, the roost in right field is going to be rocking, um, and and obviously there'll be a there'll be a wild crowd there to support their Uh, they're they're golden Eagles and, and, you know, we'll obviously get as many tickets and and fans as we can in there. So it's awesome for the state of Mississippi. Obviously people know that live here, uh, that that Mississippians love their baseball. And so it's a really intriguing, uh, super regional.
0: I can't wait. Thanks for your time today. Brad Henderson, Ole Miss baseball color analyst on the Corona premier guest line. We appreciate it, Brad. Thank you, man.
2: Thanks man. You bet.
0: All right, so there you go. A little bit on Ole Miss coming out of the uh, Miami Regional Red Hot, what they've done with Delucia and um, uh, Hunter Elliott as their one-two punch. And um, you know what they did at the plate, uh, especially in the last game and coming from behind in the first game. The middle game was tight as can be, and amazing pitching from both Ole Miss and Miami, and Elko comes up big. So that's what you want from your veteran dude who's uh really good and been in so many games. They posted what he's done. Uh his his pa- his numbers the last 2 years and then his power numbers are insane.